Support for this podcast and the following message come from Internet Essentials from Comcast. Connecting more than 6 million low-income people to low-cost, high-speed Internet at home. So students are ready for homework, class, graduation, and more. Now they're ready for anything. From NPR Music, you're connected to the All Songs Considered Plus One podcast. On this edition, we have a new song, a premiere from Hosier. And it's a song written for a big budget Hollywood film called The Legend of Tarzan. And I have to say, before I heard the song, I was apprehensive. I love Hozier. I love his debut album and his EPs. But frankly, big budget films and the soundtracks that come with them just don't ever appeal to me. But when I heard the song, it was classic Hozier. It was beautiful, soulful. It's a love song uh, written for the Tarzan movie. The song is called Better Love. And two things. One, I'm going to start by playing the entire song. And after the song, I'll talk to Hozier about making a song, his first song for a movie soundtrack. Here it is, the song, Better Love. I once kneeled and shaken through Chase the memory of it still Of every cheer Chided by the silence of the hush sublime Blind to the purpose of the brute divine you are mine Staring in a blackness at some distant star The thrill of knowing how alone we are Unknown we are To the world and to the both of us I confess the longing I was dreaming of Some better love, but there's no better love Beckons above me there's no better love
So I love this song. Uh, I guess the main thing that I want to know is what direction did you get? Right. So who'd you talk to? Yeah. What did they tell you? It was the first time I've ever kind of written, I suppose, or committed to writing to, for you know a film project. Um, so it was it was new and it was it was different and it was a bit of a challenge. But I think the first, you know, the first conversation uh, that we had was was that the film was at the heart of it was was a love story, mm-hmm. and so there was kind of you know I think the filmmakers were kind of thinking about was was a love song I suppose at the at the heart of it um, something that reflects you know. I suppose human endurance and loyalty and, and love and stuff like that. Like you know, just so some, sometimes it's just a case. You know, I, I, I'm fairly new to the, I've, you know, entirely green to the process of writing for a film or writing for a film project. And so I, I wanted to make sure that it was a song that I could have put my name to and outside of a film project too, and something in that regard that I could be proud of as, as a song. The one thing that struck me immediately was like, oh, this song could be on any of your records they didn't have you in any way or at least you didn't create anything in any way that was not in your character yeah right which is cool which you know that's I, I would, I, would yeah. I bet that would be the the scary part of diving into one of these things that you become something that you're not i see yeah yeah um that is and it is and it's tricky and it's it's a tricky call to make and i'm, I'm diving into projects when I'm an awful control freak at, at times when it comes to <laughs> it comes to production and stuff like that. So I think what was frightening was that it literally it was it was a three week deadline. So it was from the first meeting, from the first you know from the first look at at you know where the film was. I think it was a three week deadline to conceive of the song and and write the song. When you said first look at the film, could you just like what did you see? I mean, did you see characters? Did you read a script? What? What exactly? Yeah, no, I mean, I, I suppose you know, a few months ago, so I was, I was looking at a, at an edit, an edit that was, I suppose, close to finish, but oh. uh, that that had, you know, a bit of, a bit of uh, some work left to do, but definitely enough to, to kind of, to go on, you know, a, a later edit. I don't even know. Is it is this cartoon? Is it is it real people? What? No, it's it's a live action. It's a live action film, uh, which kind of takes from the kind of burrows tales of, of, of Tarzan, I suppose, um, and it's, it's directed by David Yates. There is a, a good deal of CGI and stuff, because mm-hmm. you know, there's a lot of you know, animals and, and, and <laughs> kind of jungle scenes and stuff like that. Yeah, I suppose, as you were saying, it's kind of, I think, you know, from seeing what I saw, it, um, I kind of just said, look, if, if I had a demo in a week, and I, and I wanted to make sure that it was kind of, as you said, it was something that felt like it was, it was as honest as possible, or it was coming from myself. And I think, coming off tour, I, I was ready to to write something, you know what I mean, mm-hmm. as well, too. So it kind of was fortuitous in that regard. So the words that you uh, write, do you know them off off the top of your head, or do you want me to read them? Yeah, no, I, d- I do, I suppose. No, of course, I, I do. So I, I, I hope so, <laughs> uh, off the top of my head. Um, the lyrics are kind of, I, I suppose, at the core of it, I guess, it's a love song. But I suppose it draws from the... Uh, <laughs> I, I suppose there's a kind of a very hostile environment that the that the characters exist in, you know, and that's kind of it's hostile politically and but also just naturally, you know, they're in a jungle, but also it kind of it takes place in in a kind of colonial Congo, you know. So, uh, but there's some there's some kind of reference to that, I suppose, or I suppose to the sublime in in the lyrics, you know. It says chided by the silence of the hush sublime. Of the, of a, uh, <laughs> hush, hush sublime, yeah. I suppose the kind of looking at nature as an indifferent, uh, you know, entity. So you kind of you think of uh, 
the indifference of, of nature. And although it's very beautiful, it's also horrendously brutal at the same time. You know? Then, So the next line is blind to the purpose of the brute divine, the divine with capital D. What is? I suppose, I don't know it's how you look at it, but, but uh, I suppose it's, a, it's kind of an, an absurdist look at nature. You can stare long and hard as much as you like at the, at the lines that we, that we try to, to draw uh, from nature and, and we try to put order upon us and we try to kind of you try to project order onto the world and you know you, you oftentimes come back with, with very very little and um, I, th- I think it's it's kind of drawn from that and I suppose the, you know the characters in the film this is a as well too it's, it's somebody who by their nature kind of turns their back to the lines that we draw you know for an ordered society meaning that these people are outcast well it- I suppose, I suppose, yeah. I, I suppose if we, if we want to talk about Tarzan, he's a um, he's born in nature, you know what I mean, and and, and grows up in the jungle and, and really has no place within ordered society and, and rejects it eventually. And know? this woman that he's in love with, I assume, uh, is not someone born in nature. Is, is that? Um, or do I don't know. Well, I mean, okay. uh, yeah. I mean, uh, I mean, is it, uh, are the two uh, of them in a cave when this song is being sung, and is it a man singing to a woman? There's so much. Uh, of, I, I don't. Um, I wouldn't. Yeah, I suppose I wouldn't. I wouldn't think of it in in, in such in 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 that literal. You know, I I wouldn't think of it as one character in the film. I definitely don't think the song is, is really sang by a character in the film. In in my head, I didn't exactly write it from that point of view. It's certainly not as on the nose as that. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? The song is called Better Love, and it's about uh, reassuring, having seen how hostile and how brutal the world is, I suppose you can kind of come to a, uh, a rather cold conclusion that, you know, there, there is no better love outside of that, which you find uh, in, in your lover, and therefore you re- redress your view of the world, you know, in the arms of that person, if that makes any sense. Yeah, complete. The... <laughs> <laughs> The the darker blue you speak of, I have never loved a darker blue. That's a beautiful mm-hmm. line, but the following line, then the darkness I have known in you. So when I think of darkness in a person, I like one one hand it felt very beautiful, and then the darkness in another person is often their downside. I wouldn't think of that. No, I yeah. think um, I don't know. In, in in this regard, if we're if we're talking about a, a darkness in somebody or or a darkness that. You know, and I think I think that's something that everyone relates to on some level, whether it's it's something that they see in themselves or some, mm-hmm. somebody that they know. I think we often refer to it as as a downside or our failing, but I think that's oftentimes through through fear of wanting to address that. It's like that old kind of sometimes that joke of you know. <laughs> I think again, Tom Waits said it. You're afraid to drain the pool in case what you find at the bottom of it. But I think <laughs> I think um, right. I think oftentimes you know it's it's. It, it, sometimes it, within that you find your greatest strength and you find your greatest metal, uh, you know. But it doesn't necessarily have to refer to darkness in a bad or evil or malignant way. But it, it could be that part of us that is maybe a little bit, maybe, you know, that challenges the other parts of ourselves or challenges the way that we see things. You know, that maybe that little shred of whatever part of you that might be iconoclastic or reels against other things that you accept. Have you seen the either the demo or this full version in the film yet? I have only seen I've only seen a snippet of it. So I mean, the, the premiere is actually coming up in LA. So I'm I'm looking forward to uh, to actually seeing the fully finished product. Oh, that's today. exciting! Yeah, I'm in Ireland at the moment. I'm flying to LA tomorrow to kind of kick off some stuff. <laughs> but um, 
I'm looking forward to it. Did the film make you think of either or like the arrangement in any different way? Did you go and do try to do something that you hadn't done before and was inspired by the film to do that? I suppose so. I mean, um, so the the, the, the score is, is composed by a guy called Rupert Gregson Williams, who is fantastic and, and really helpful and really great to work with. But it's a big, bombastic score, you know, there's, there's a lot going on, it's a lot of drums, it's, you know, highly energetic. And I suppose it was important that the song coming out of that, whether we move from the score to the song in the film, that it's not completely at odds with that, and right. it's something that, you know, uh, is, is appropriate. So it's the first time kind of working with orchestral stuff for me, you know, maybe beyond, you know, cello and strings, but... We did a session in Abbey Roads for this, which was that's exciting. Which was exciting. It was a dream, yeah, even to be there and experience that. But um, with the help of Alex Ryan, who's my bass player, who I think you've met, but he yeah. uh, he is a fantastic arranger and composer. So he arranged the orchestral parts for that, which was great. Well, I'm thrilled about the song. I, I really was apprehensive. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I love you dearly, but when I hear there's a uh, you're doing something for Tarzan uh, movie, uh, at the first moment I I have to say I winced, <laughs> but when I heard yeah. the song I, I was thrilled. Oh, cool! Um, well, thank you, thank you. <laughs> I, I, hope, <laughs> yeah. I hope you understand that sentiment. I do. I un- I understand apprehension. I suppose yeah, it is. I think for me it was a challenge that I kind of. I don't know. I, it was a challenge I, I wanted to turn my turn my hand to, and especially when somebody says, you know, three weeks to kind of turn your hand at this. I don't know. It was kind of, it, it seemed like an impossible task at the time, but it was something that I wanted to try. And also, I don't know what the what the shape of the next album is going to take. And you know, it, it, in in some way, you know, whether this song, whether it exists in between it or or not, or whether it, you know whether it would exist on on one album or another. But I kind of felt like. If I was going to write a song for the project, it would be one that I feel I would hope I would be something along the lines that I would want to say anyway. You know what I mean? It completely feels like you, and, and uh, oh, cool, you should be man. proud. But, hey, thank you. Yeah. Um, Have a safe journey, and uh, I don't know when you're coming east, but uh, I hope to see you sometime soon. I will talk to you soon, uh, okay. Bob. Thank you. Best of luck to you. Cheers. Bye. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye. Hosier. His new song is called Better Love from the Legend of Tarzan, and we have an exclusive video at the All Songs Considered website. For NPR Music, it's All Songs Considered. Thanks for listening. Check out all of NPR's podcasts at npr.org slash podcasts, including eight of the country's top 20 podcasts, according to PodTrack's podcast metrics. That's npr.org slash podcasts.